Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to hey the guys. Savage Podcast. As you can see, I'm still in the Christmas mood. I'm wearing yeah. a Santa hat for those of you that are uh, just listening. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to wear this hat every Christmas. And I'm not wearing anything Christmassy. Yeah, no, because I didn't get you anything. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I could have. I should have. I mean, you don't have anything. Let's no, I think be I actually think I have a Santa hat kicking around somewhere. Where is it, Daniel? Should I go see if I can find it? No. Ain't nobody got time. We have a recordation. Oh my God, Rose, you're so mean to me. <laughs> You don't actually have one, do you? I think I do somewhere, actually. Oh, my God. And Lord knows you can't find it in this apartment. Okay. You know what? (laughs) We don't need to talk about your hamper. That you. I mean, at least I can find my hamper. Okay, Rose? You know what? It is not my fault that some pervert (laughs) broke into your (laughs) house house and stole only your hamper. Including my dirty underwear. We've discussed this. (laughs) This wouldn't be the first time someone somehow got their hands on your dirty underwear, hey? You know what? I should just sell it. You know, it's like a it's, like, it's a business in ja- Japan. Apparently, you know? it's a and you're in your underwear is in high demand as well. You got people breaking in, <laughs> and stealing it. Like goddamn, Rose. God, am I some sort of like wow? I must be very uh, uh, full of myself to think someone's gonna <laughs> break into my place just for your dirty underwear. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but in Japan, they do have vending machines for uh, women's used underwear. Did you know that? Isn't that like the most disgusting thing you've ever heard? It's just weird. It's weird, but it's like a kink. Mm, everyone has their fetish though. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, so you can purchase. <laughs> someone's dirty maybe, underwear. Maybe it was, you know, maybe my dirty underwear somewhere in a Japanese <laughs> vending machine. machine. <laughs> can you imagine? You go to Japan and oh my, it's like, like... Oh my God, is that my thong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, that would just be so... Anyway, still can't find the hamper. Yeah. Yeah, so... So I don't think I'm you still should... sticking with the somebody stole it. Story. So I think in, if I come over and I find that hamper rose. Oh, good luck. You are could... never living. That oh, down. Oh, for sure. You know what? I want you to find it because mm-hmm. I want to be crazy rather than somebody actually. stole it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I would rather be the crazy person here. Yeah. OK, so I want you to find it. But trust I, me, I have looked up w- and down all around my apartment, every little crevice, every corner. You know what I say, though? And I'm very like strong about this. Is, you know, and I f- I'm sure people, you guys have experienced this as well. It's like, you know, when you're trying to find something. Yes, I know, Daniel, but trust me. You look past, even if it's right in front of your eyes. Sometimes but you it's look past not like it. a, it's not like a chapstick. It's not like a, like a, you know, like earphones. This is like a, a laundry basket. Like you can't like miss it. You <laughs> it know? folds up though, isn't it? And it's mesh. It folds, but it's like a flat, big thing. It's not invisible. Is it under your bed? No. Did you check? Of course I did. <laughs> I've checked under every piece of furniture. Anyway, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you have to listen to the last episode. Yeah. But if you don't know, that's okay too, because it's really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's not stupid though? What? That video I sent you yesterday. Oh my rem- God. Can we? Okay. I've actually. Should we Should we do the Patreon shout outs first? Oh yes. Do Let's the, do our yeah. Patreon shout outs. So you guys, if you don't know, every week we do Patreon shout outs. If yeah. there are new patrons in our Patreon family. Mm-hmm. And this time we have Manila. And the Vegan Holistic. Hello guys. And welcome Hello. to the Patreon family. Yeah. If you guys want to join us, it's as little as $3 a month. Mm-hmm. And you get bonus episodes every single month only for Patreon. And yeah. what else do they get, Daniel? Um, they get all the episodes a week early and also all the contents ad free, which is nice. So definitely check it out. Our mm-hmm. Patreon is patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Now let's discuss. Oh God. My okay. mind blown. Is your mind blown? A bit. Cause actually it, it's interesting because I, I never saw someone like sit, not sit down, but like talk about that stuff. Do you know yes, what I mean? Because and, I thought it was just in my head. Yeah. But and then when, it, then when it, when she was talking about it, I was just like, and it made me question. So, guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, Rose <laughs> decided to send me... Rose likes to send me a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, okay. no. Let's also preface this by saying a few... Many episodes... Maybe not many, but a few episodes ago, we did discuss this topic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. I proposed to Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Basically, I was like, listen, here's the thing. I had a thought in my head. Mm-hmm. I thought, listen, 
why is it that you when when people get married it has to be a romantic connection mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing right like that's seen as the most important thing yeah. if you don't have that romantic connection it's no longer valid even though historically marriage has not been like that for me- like historically mm. the whole, the concept of romantic marriage is very new yeah so then i was like you know why can't like you know f- for example myself and Daniel, (laughs) we are very good friends. We've been like pretty much best friends since we were what 19 Mm -hmm. and we travel together. We're Mm. both a vegan, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we obviously get along even though he hates me, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it, that, that also happens in a marriage, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, why don't we just like adopt a baby and just like start like a, you know, unconventional Unc- yeah. family. What, is that what it's called? Unconventional or uh, like unconventional? A, a, unconventional? I think it's, yeah, I think you're right. It is unconventional. Okay. So then I was like, you know what? That's not like, it doesn't, it sounds crazy only mm. because that's not the norm and nobody lives like that. Exactly. Well, there are people that live like that. We just don't know that many of True. them. True. So, and the thing is, I think because again, our society has been structured in such, not structured, well, it is structured. And also like the fact that if you think about what's in the media and what we see in terms exactly. of like, since we were a child, Disney movies, the, um, you know, Hollywood blockbuster movies, all the kind of content that we're, we're fed. And also even just like in Canada, the way that our society is structured, like there's tax benefits to being married. Yep. There's things that are easier when you're married. Like mm-hmm. there's certain things, it's like our whole society is built around that. And then it's like, you know, people expect you just to get married like that's yeah the, that's the expectation and like the second that you're not it's like kind of frowned upon or sure. you know you're kind of like the the leper of society because <laughs> you're like the uh, the old single friend you know what yeah, i mean yeah 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 so um even though like okay, yeah so the, the the whole point is that hollywood movies they always prioritize and always talk about romantic like love as mm-hmm. if that's the only important thing in life, yeah. right? Like you need to find, once you find that person, they lived happily ever after. Exactly. doesn't matter about anything else. No. Nope. You know, as long as you find your Prince Charming, that person is now your entire life and then you live happily ever after. Well, mm-hmm. reality is 50% of those fucking happily af- ever afters end in divorce. Exactly. And how, who knows how many people stay in the marriage mm-hmm. even well, though they're not happy. Well, and this is the thing that like frustrates me. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I do, and I think part of it's maybe a society and whatever else, but like a big, uh, there is a part of me that's like, I do want to meet a partner. But, of course. Yeah, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to just meet a partner for meeting a partner. I think there's too many people out there, including people that I know, yes. that are in relationships that are actually so miserable. And I'm just like... It's so interesting because you take me and you take this that person and let's say we go to like a family reunion, right? Or a family gathering. People are going to, and I'm actually like, other than, you know, being single, I mean, not that being single is a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. like, it would be just nice to have a partner. But other than that, like I have a pretty, like I'm pretty happy overall. I'm like, I got a good life. And it would be so funny because at a family gathering, people would look down on me and be like, yeah. oh, that's really sad. Like yeah. Daniel's by himself. You'll oh, find someone You'll find someone day. eventually. And then <laughs> yeah. yet somebody else that happens to be with somebody, but is miserable. Like obviously you're not going to convey that when you're at the family gathering, but they're going to be like, oh, congratulations. Like you're together. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> There's never a tra- uh, like anyone's not like you would never just go up to someone and be like, oh, are you are you happy in your relationship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. are you actually content? Like, is this something that you want? And, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that's not what they want. Exactly. And it, it yeah. as I'm getting older, it's shocking me how many, like, don't get me wrong. I have some friends that are in some very good relationships too. Of course. Too, but it's interesting to me, like, that there's a, the amount of people right. that are in relationships that are unhappy. Oh, I know. It's it actually shocks scary. me. I know. My childhood dreams are crushed. I know. What I've learned is growing up is all about realizing that your childhood dreams are, are all crushed. stupid and they're unrealistic and the world has been lying to us the entire yeah. time. So the concept of, like, yeah, like if yeah, you find your partner mm-hmm. and they have to be your everything, right? They yeah. have to be your romantic interest. You have to like be sexually attracted to them until the day you die, basically. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your marriage is, oh, that's a problem. Yeah. You also have to have kids with them. You both have to be aligned in every single way possible, which is impossible. And exactly. it's like it's also like this person is your other half, meaning this is the only person that matters in your life. And the only person that will com- and also that you, just by saying other them. exactly yeah. just by saying other half. You are not complete it on means, your own. Exactly. It means exactly. that you're not a complete person. And this is the narrative that we have as society. We're always like, oh, your other half. <laughs> I need to find that person that completes me. It's like, well, no, you're a complete person yourself. Yes. You don't need somebody else to complete exactly. you. Exactly. So like I think, yeah. Well, you, you I would argue that you do need other people. Yeah. But you need many other different people and many other different aspects to like, you know, 
to have a fulfilling life. You don't just need, you know, one person. But anyway, the whole point of me, I know we've talked about this like many times before. We have. But the whole point of me discussing this now is because mm. I saw a video on TikTok and it made Rose scream. I was like, holy shit. Because when I was like talking about all this with Daniel, I was like, oh my God, like we should just get married and have children. And we could just have like separate like homes and then just like live next to each other and like raise a child together. Yeah. It was all, you know, like, I mean, honestly, it was like a joke. But at the same time, also like the more you think about it, the more you're like, what? Why isn't this more common? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, how many relationships do I know that have lasted as long as our friendship? Mm-hmm. Very little. If like in terms of our friends, like yeah. none. Yeah. Maybe one. Um, so I do think there's when you take out that kind of like, you know, being lovey dovey, being like sexually attracted to one another or like having that like love attraction, that kind of stuff, like that kind of stuff fades. Right. So mm-hmm. when you take that out, it kind of like makes it less complicated when you like, let's say, want to like raise a kid or something like you don't have to worry about each other getting jealous, like all this messy mm. stuff. Anyways. <clears throat> so what happened, Rose? Tell us about the video. <laughs> Whew, this girl or these two girls yep. were saying that they were platonic life partners. Yep. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? And then they were like, oh yeah. So like, we're basically they're like best friends mm-hmm. that decided to be what is called platonic life partners, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is literally what it is. Like yep. you aren't like sexually or romantically attracted to one another or involved with mm-hmm. another with one another. There's no, like none of that, but you guys are like best friends that decide, Hey, like we are compatible in pretty much every other way. So like, mm-hmm. why don't we start like actually having a life together mm-hmm. and like live together, maybe have kids together. And then maybe like in the words of the law, mm-hmm. you get like married because that's when you get the kind of like benefits, benefits yeah. of being in a family. Because like, why is it that you have to be, th- the thing is here are the two choices that are given to us by society, right? We either <clears throat> can't find, no, we either get married, yeah. find the love of our lives, get married, have children, live happily ever after. Or we can't find the love of our lives uh, because it's not as easy as we've been told. (laughs) And we just kind of like don't, you know, either we, I guess there are three choices. We Mm. stay alone and then we just like kind of live alone, which is fine. Yeah. Um, Or we can be single parents, adopt a child maybe. Yeah. There's no other option. There's no other option available. Mm -hmm. But why? Why? Single parents, great. That's fantastic. But at the same time, Mm. it's hard to be a single parent. Exactly. It takes a village, right? Isn't that what you always say? Exactly. It takes a village. Yes. Um, I thought it was really interesting too because the the things that really hit me, which I, which, which, initially I was like on the fence, not on the fence, but I was like thinking about this. Cause she was like the girl that was doing this TikTok. She's from, I think the U S and her friends from Singapore. They're, no, they're both from Singapore originally. Apparently okay. I watched like a bunch of their TikToks. <laughs> they're both from Singapore originally and they're, they're both women. Yeah. And, um, I guess one of them had, had moved to the U S first yeah, so and then is, the other one moved. Yeah. And this is what she was saying in the, in the video, which really hit me. Cause she was like, Oh, my friend's moving from Singapore to come live with me to become like, life partners exactly to be yeah. we want to become life partners and she's like and everyone thinks it's so fucking crazy everyone's like oh you guys are crazy blah blah blah. you guys must be lesbians exactly yeah. all this stuff and she's like well no and, and she brings up the point about like how long that their friendship has been and also she's like people move across the, the world for love all the time yeah why couldn't you just move across for friends as well like if yeah. you have a really close friend yeah why is that so crazy because like our society like if i told my parents tomorrow that like <laughs> i'm moving to this city for my like for some like if let's Significant say you, other yeah or like let's say you oh, move to yeah. like i don't know toronto or something mm-hmm, and i was mm-hmm. like oh you know what i'm actually gonna go move to toronto to be closer to rose yeah my parents would probably be like why yeah like, yeah like i mean it's great that you guys are such good friends but like why are you doing doing all that and a lot of people whereas if it was a romantic partner there'd be no questions yeah, asked yeah of course you should move oh you, you should definitely move why for would love. you do long distance you should definitely move exactly so it's interesting that there's like that double yeah double standard but i in that video that you sent as well it's like very interesting because she was like yeah we're gonna become life partners we're gonna get a house together yeah we want to adopt a child we're gonna like co-parent um like all of this stuff and i was like oh that's really interesting like it is just a different way to like live your life and, and they still date other people because mm-hmm. they're obviously not involved with one another yeah and i was like holy shit my mind is blown so this is a thing yeah i want this to be more of a thing so people normalize it <laughs> normalize this shit okay i want this to be normalized and think- when we're 40 if we're both single i'm marrying you <laughs> is that your proposal rose that's my proposal you, know, you ain't gonna get down on one knee Daniel, no romantic <laughs> bullshit. We're not romantic partners. That's very true. That's very true. Um, no, but it's it's an interesting concept. And, and you know, I do think that we might start to see more and more of it. I mean, the thing is, though, I've only seen, like, this is the first time hearing about it from, mm. like, 
anywhere else. And then I started like Googling it to see if it's like more of a thing. It doesn't seem like it's like a huge thing. Yeah. It's more so, I think it's a lot of, it's a thing amongst maybe like the asexual community. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of makes a little bit more sense. But at the same time, I think it could be more of a thing within non-asexual communities. But it could be more of a thing that we just don't know about. Like maybe there are a lot of people or But usually you can find that information on the internet. Yeah, that's true. But maybe they just don't call it anything, right? Yeah, they'll be like, oh, I just like live together with my my friend. Yeah, I did see a bunch of comments that were like, oh yeah, my mom and her like best friend like, you know, live together. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like stuff like that. Um, But yeah, very interesting. You guys, what do you guys think? Yeah, what are your thoughts? What are your your guys' thoughts on platonic life partners? I think it makes so much sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's that's interesting. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe, uh, (laughs) eventually in a couple years, a couple years time. (laughs) We're going to adopt a little baby. And we could start a, we could start a channel. Platonic, platonic <laughs> family. I, I need a more sexy name for this. Like, it, I know. it doesn't sound very like. It's very hard to say. Platonic life partners. I'm sure in in the next time, but in between now and the yeah, by the we, time we, we turn need to forty, talk about we it can, more. I'm gonna normalize the shit. Yeah, we're gonna normalize it. Maybe we'll start a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. How to be platonic oh God, life be partners? The first ones. Can we start? <gasps> we should. Yeah, we could start talking about it. Doesn't mean we have to be it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need to like be it though. If you're like, you know, we could be like, we're starting a pact yeah. by 40. Mm. If we're, we're both single <laughs> and haven't had luck with, with uh romantic relationships. Yeah. Cause the thing is right. Like if you actually think about it, the number of men that we've collectively gone out with, it's a like lot. a lot of people. It's a okay. Lot. And the number, the percentage of those men that I want to spend a lot of time with very little. Yeah. <laughs> I would say like 1% if not. Of all those men, Rose? Oh, God. Well, I mean... So there's only about 100 that you'd want to spend time excuse with? Excuse me. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> clearly none of that worked out. Yeah. And I do think, like, because we're trying to combine so many of these things together, it's mm. like, it's very impossible to find, you yeah. know, someone that suits all of those I things. Do, I do think, though, because we live in, obviously, conventional and traditional society, I yeah. think... Obviously, you'd still be dating, right? If you were with somebody. It would be difficult to date. Yeah, because then your partner, because it's not mainstream at all. So like if. Of course. Because like, like, what the fuck does that mean? You live with your gay best friend that is not your husband, but it is your husband. But then you're not having sex. But then you're like. But then you have a child child. together. (laughs) Like, what the. This is why I mean, by 40, I'm going to be like, well, I'll like if I'm dating, it'll just be very casual. Yeah. We've already just we've already given up on the romantic partner this aspect. This is true. It'll be more I mean, for not the, that uh, not that we should give up at forty. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But if we decide that, then you kind of have to let that other part go a little bit. I think that's yeah. the kind of trade off. Yeah, I think that that's a good yeah. point. That is. A but trade-off. then you would also want to find a partner that is potentially like at least open to like you know hearing about you know like open-minded enough yeah. that they would at least hear it out, right? Well, that's the thing. I would hope that you know even now I would get a partner that's open-minded. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I think that's like a good quality. But anyway, <laughs> maybe I'll bring this up to like whatever dates I go. I'll be like, what do you think about this topic? What do you think about platonic <clears throat> life partners? I'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, are you saying we're platonic? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Remember, Rose, I'm like, if we don't work out, mm, Rose, I I, th- I feel like I need to check you for a second. Just what? just about you know dating and openness and guys. Just remember what city we live in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I am oh, sure. Oh God, Daniel! If you want to go out with a guy that knows about platonic life partners, we need to be in a different city, okay? And oh. that's accepting of platonic life partners. We Daniel, need to be in another city. You know what? I have been hit with reality way too many times in the past few, mm-hmm. probably weeks. Mm. I don't need this type of reality <laughs> check. I don't need right this. Here. I don't need this reality check. Right <laughs> I don't need this slap in the face. <laughs> Please just it, when we are platonic life mm. partners, I would like, you know, just small doses of reality. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. God, why is it so hard to date in this city? But anyway, oh my God. On. it's cause we're, we've been set up for failure. That's why. Yeah. It's very hot. I took off the Santa hat. Anyway, you guys let us know what you think of this topic. I think Ooh. it's very interesting. And, um, I think we should t- do more on it. We should, yeah, we should get a whole more. pros and cons like, list. We should uh, get totally. like Totally. I want to know so much. Yeah. I want to know everything. And maybe um, maybe some of our listeners are in the platonic. I mean, if you are, please let us know because yeah. we want to know more. Be interesting. I'm very yeah. interested in this topic. This well. is the next thing, you know, polyamory, platonic life partners. Mm. I'm telling you, these people that live outside the conventional norms are the happiest. Are they? I mean, I think so because a lot of people just kind of go along to get along. True, and then you're right. If you're go- if you're living against societal norms, that's because you want to do what you want to do. Exactly. exactly, and I feel like inherently, inheritably, inherently, inherently, yeah. You I, and again, guys. Obviously, I'm making a, a bold statement. Yeah. yeah, but you're right. Like, if society is structured in such a way 
And if you keep going on with society, no matter what, you're generally not going to be as happy as if you deliberately do something that exactly. makes you happy, but it's against the norms. Exactly. Of course, it also causes some, you know, trouble, oh, yeah, family issues maybe and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, obviously you're doing it for your own like happiness and your mm-hmm. well-being, right? So. Interesting. 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 Very interesting. Damn. It's either I live in a commune or. <laughs> Are you going to live in a commune, Rose? I don't know, Daniel. Well, here's another thing. Because sorry, I keep going on about this. No, no, it's fine. The thing is, uh, one reason to find a romantic partner is if if you want to have like uh, your own babies, mm-hmm. right? Like if you want to like you know procreate and fucking whatever, pass down the Spread goddamn family seed. name. So stupid. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> when you want to do that, that makes sense to some degree. I mean, it doesn't mean it's gonna last, but okay, yeah. sure. You want to have babies? Fine. I don't even want like my own, like not necessarily, I don't want my own babies. Like I don't Mm -hmm. have to have my own, you know, blood, my flesh and blood. Like I'm happy to adopt, Mm -hmm. you know, I actually like prefer adoption over that. So, you know, you made me just think of what, when you said, I don't need to have my own blood. Do you remember, do you remember that video of that like little kid? Blood. Blood. Oh my God, Are you old enough to know this video? This went out. This came out. This was like the, Daniel. The blood video? Yeah. That was like the first, one of the first viral videos on YouTube. Okay. So maybe like like 2006? Yeah. Wow. Okay. In the beginning of YouTube. Some people are like that age, you know? There was a time, guys, before YouTube. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then this little baby, he's probably like 20 something now. Oh God. I think he was like maybe two in the video. (laughs) Oh yeah. So he must be like, I don't know. What, how old? Like what was was 2006? 2006 was. Do the math for me. Oh, God damn. 2006 was 15 years ago. 15 God years. So that, that little toddler is almost 18 years old. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. this little, this little like baby, he's just like, uh, daddy, daddy, blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And his dad just like laughs. Oh and he's like, God. not funny. Not funny. So basically his little brother, mm. who was like a, like a baby baby, I guess like hurt himself a little bit and like mm. had a little blood on his face or something like nothing, yeah. nothing serious. Yeah. And then like this little like kid was like freaking out because his mm. brother was like bleeding and he's like, blood. <laughs> I miss the days of those like, cause, oh cause God, I feel I like, the, like of those like old viral videos. The other one that I remember was Charlie bit my finger. Oh. <laughs> Charlie bit. May. <laughs> was it nice? Yeah. And then the little baby's just laughing. The little baby's like, hey. Charlie. Yeah. That really hot. <laughs> oh my God. Those videos were the best. They were golden, guys. Oh my God. And then there was that baby, that the ha 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 baby. Do you know? I don't think I saw that one. Oh my God. It's like literally like a tiny little baby. Yeah. And then he's just like laughs. Like, you know, usually when babies laugh, it's like not that crazy. It's just mm. like, <laughs> you know? And he's just like, <laughs> Oh my god! But it was like the cutest thing. Oh my god! I've watched that video like probably twenty times. Oh god! Okay, I think I need to watch it. That's what I need to. These old viral videos are just golden. So good, so good. Oh my gosh, you guys! So uh, that was a very long intro. It was, but it was very interesting. I had to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So let me know what you guys think. Mm -hmm. Now on to. not so nice news. Oh God, are you guys? I know that we we did stay away from this topic for a long time, but there are new developments. I know we did well. We did really good, guys. Uh-huh. I know we were trying to keep away from the COVID. Oh God, damn! We, did, we didn't want to catch that COVID. Oh God, oh God, damn! Um, it's really bad right now. Hey, so uh, the thing is, this new variant, Omicron. Sure. I don't even know how to say it. Can I still don't know. Omicron. Because I have it here. Omicron. Yeah. Why are we so bad at this? We've talked about it like three times. Omicron. Yes. Oh God, I, I think that it's was bad. Omicron. Omicron. Yeah, there yeah. we go. So, Apparently it's like, what did they say? Greek alphabet or something? Yeah, Greek alphabet. God, we probably sounded so stupid. We did. Everyone was like, <laughs> I loved it. So I loved one of you guys commented um, from one of our listeners from Germany and was like, as she's, she or he was like, um, or they was like, um, what, did she, what did they say? Oh, fuck. I can't remember now. Wait, oh, they yeah. Wait, fun of us? Yeah, just, but like in a funny sure. way. They were just like, oh, it's so funny to see two like English speakers like <laughs> fucking up on this. You guys, we're very uneducated. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, that's not what I'm going to say. <laughs> Canadians, English language is hard. No, no, no. I feel like North Americans were a little ignorant about a lot of things. Mm. You know, I feel like we don't learn enough about other like you know worldly things i think so i think like we think the world revolves around us Mm. especially like no offense to americans but like a lot of americans are like that not not you guys of course Mm. i I do find even though in like in canada i feel like 
this is one thing where I'm like, I'm such an advocate of like you, like especially when you finish university or school, traveling. go travel, this like is see why. the world. Like at least we traveled. Imagine us if we didn't travel. Exactly. Oh my god, we'd be so dense. Yeah, because like is that what it's called, dense? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I just I just noticed like you know especially in Canada like we're a very even in Calgary we're such a sheltered. I'm oh Calgary's so sheltered. And and, and uh, you like you. Like you see a bit of poverty and homelessness yeah. here and stuff, but like you don't see the world. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like very like m- certain mindset here. Uh-huh. And like it's so noticeable if people haven't traveled. It's like yeah, it's just like, the things they say are just like you're like really were you born yesterday. Yeah. So anyway, guys, I know we sound stupid, but trust me, mm-hmm. we're some of the smartest people <laughs> in the city. <laughs> Okay, I'm yeah, just kidding. That, I'm totally yeah, joking. Yeah. I'm totally joking. Mm-hmm. You know what? There are many educated people here. Okay. I'm just saying like, yeah, North Americans, I do feel like we do have a tendency mm-hmm. to be a little bit ignorant about certain topics and we are not exempt from that. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so COVID, I COVID. heard New York is like oh, insane. So this is this. So this story, guys, it's like, I don't know exactly what's been canceled, but they're just like a bunch of sporting events in the US. Uh-huh. So a bunch of like NBA, I think basketball games. If that's what the NBA is, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> no, yes, NBA. That I know. Okay. Yeah, I NBA know. is basketball. Um, but anyway, uh, so basically the story is talking about like this. Okay. The rise in COVID-19 cases across <laughs> the nation. The NBA. Sorry. Uh, tell me you're gay without telling me you're gay. Excuse me. That's very homophobic, Rose. You guys, I, you know I'm joking. There's lots of homosexuals out there that are into sports. I mean, so. is it as many as the straight men's? Probably. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway. Yes, that was a very uh, judgmental comment. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Being to very, the, uh, what is it? To the LGBTQ. No. No, that's. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's called homophobic. Yes. Ableist is when somebody is like disabled and you make fun of them or okay. like discriminate based on their dis- disability are you okay. saying you're disabled no <laughs> okay. um okay so uh, what they said so this is the stats i guess guys new york and washington dc on friday and wednesday this was, was last week respectively reported the most covid19 cases in a single day breaking their pandemic records so that's fucking crazy but didn't they say it's not as bad well funny you say that <laughs> are you saying that what 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 is it? So I pulled up the the CDC website because oh, I we love to, the CDC, don't we? Ah, uh, no, because I want no. I just wanted to know because like I also heard this about like that the omicron yeah. is like less sure. potent. You know, less people will end up in um, hospitals. So some facts that it's on that you guys can look at this yourselves. Go into the CDC website, um, but it says how easily does the om- omicron spare. Sp- <laughs> That's a tongue twister. How easily does Omicron spread? That is a tongue twister, yeah. right? Um, so I guess the variant, I guess, is um, spread more easily than the original um, virus itself. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And how it spreads compared to Delta, which was the previous kind of like variant, mm-hmm. it remains to, remains unknown. They're still doing additional right. testing. Now, this is the one that I was interested in. It's like, will Omicron cause more severe illness? And basically more data is needed at this time. So okay. they don't know for sure. But, but based on, I think, hospital numbers and based mm. on those things, I kind of like very lightly read something. Yeah. And it did say that it's like compared to the number of people getting it. Yeah. It's really not as bad as before. Yeah. Well, it also that doesn't sa- mean it's not bad. Exactly. It also says here that the vaccines are expected to protect against severe illness, hospitalization okay. and deaths due to infection. So I think, you know, we might see a rise of cases, but if sure. we're not getting that rise of hospitalizations, then it's probably okay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it just means like, cause it's like the flu. If like, if the whole city of Calgary got yes. the flu, sure. But nobody went to hospital and everyone yeah. survived. Yeah. It's not really a problem. Is it? Right. I mean, everyone, everyone's sick. So yeah. that sucks. But well, the problem would be, well, but if everyone got it, then the chances that there will be a, you know, too many people in the hospital is very high, right? So yeah. we still want to, you know, because like, even if the chance of you going to hospital is like, I don't know, 1%. like 0.1%. Yeah. If, if your population is like 50 million and then like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but anyway, oh my God. So what is happening, New York? Oh God damn. I know. So that's pretty fucking crazy. It's, it's nuts. I don't know if you heard anything about them doing any like increased, I guess they're not doing the sporting, some sporting events, but I heard that in, well, I just read it just before we started recording, but in Quebec, which is a Canadian province. Um, they, I think they canceled some like some stuff there too. Yeah. There's some like, bo- like, I don't know, maybe they closed down bars and restaurants and stuff. Yeah. I heard that Montreal God or Montreal, damn. Quebec's going into back to, into like a little, Oh God. And Ontario as well. Bad. Seriously. I think so. Oh God. Poor Ontario. They've been going, they've been going through a lot of shit. I know. And then I think we're next Rose. Well, I mean, there's nothing to do here anyway. So. <laughs> 
It's funny in this article, they mentioned the Calgary Flames as well. Did they actually? What did yeah. they say? They were like, the Calgary Flames has already had six games postponed oh. and now will not play That's through December. Random. Okay. Yeah. Oh God, when will this end? Guys, oh my this God. Is, I feel like that the COVID fatigue oh my God, seriously, is setting though. in. Well, I need to know the numbers. Is the hospital, are hospitals full? I couldn't Can tell we do you. a little Googling? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, New York hospital COVID. I don't know. Like, there's, like, memes about this where people are saying that if you're in New York and you didn't get COVID, like, you're a loser. You know? <laughs> like, everyone has COVID, apparently. Two days ago, it says New York City hospitals say they're prepared for the latest COVID wave. So it seems... Let's see. It says New York City hospitals say they are treating an increasing number of COVID-19 patients, but are ready for the potential surge. Um, Blah, blah, blah. The state's healthy. So right now, 399 COVID-19 patients were being treated in its hospitals Friday compared to 900 at the same point last year. So it does look like the severe, which kind of like was the prediction is that the severity of the illness has gone down yeah. with all of the variants. And we, you can kind of infer that. Obviously, we'd need to have more data. But if it's yeah. saying that like hospitalizations are a fraction of what they were mm-hmm. the same time last year, however, cases are at the record high, Yeah, then it kind of potentially could mean that. And it could mean that, you know, the vaccines are working. They are yeah. doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and they are, you know, helping, you know, with this, with this, like prevent the yeah. severity and hot. I just, hope, I just want it to become a, a flu situation. I know me too. I, I just can't, I, I'm, I'm like, I know. I'm so glad that we did our little escape when we did, first of all. <laughs> I know, right? Because literally the second we got back, now I'm like, like I, know, I know. And now I'm like, well, I don't even know if I should be doing international travel at the moment. I know. They're saying they sh- you shouldn't. Yeah. Well, I have, I have, I do, I am supposed to go to the UK next summer. God damn, Daniel. For like a wedding situation. God damn, Daniel. I know. And now I'm not sure I'm going to go God or if the UK Daniel. will welcome me with open arms. God damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, guys. I think, you know what? Well, I think we should also, if it's not, I mean, obviously more needs to be known. Yeah. But like, if it's, if it's becoming less severe with this new variant, then I think we can relax a little bit. No? Am I crazy? I mean, not to sound super, you know, anti-vax, anti-COVID. Yeah. But also, I think I also think mm-hmm. with such large percentages of True. a lot of places being vaccinated, and if it's proven that you know it does really prevent the severity and the, the chance of mm-hmm. hospitalizations, and as the cases are going up, hospital numbers aren't really going up. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said that we don't necessarily need to. Yeah, go, I mean, we can still be careful. Yeah, we can still wear masks mm-hmm. and have sanitization. Mm-hmm. But do we need to be locking down places again? Yeah. I don't think we do. But like, mm. I also think governments don't really know. They just kind of do what like they did before. Kind yeah. of right. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <gasps> I just think it's crazy. Because like, I, I mean, obviously the world doesn't work like this. But I was thinking like conceptually, like when I was in Spain and there was like a hardcore lockdown. Sure. I was like, okay, if you literally lock people down like hardcore, which obviously... It's not an ideal world, but like, let's say you lock everyone down. I'm like, how are the cases still going up? Because after like week three, because you know, it was like, a oh, four- you mean in Spain? Yeah. It was like at a 14 day, they, they say it's approximately like a 10 day gestation before uh-huh. you, whatever, start showing signs or whatever, pardon me, whatever it was at the time. They said after two weeks, you'll know for sure. Sure. Anyway, in week three and week four, case numbers were still going up. And I was By like, a lot? Yeah. It, it didn't, it didn't start petering off. For a while, like not until. But how do we know that people were fully? But this is what I mean. Exactly. It wasn't a perfect world because like it wasn't a perfect world. Mm. You could still go to like grocery stores, so yeah. that could be a point of potential contamination. Yeah. And then we don't know who's sneaking into someone's house. Exactly. Like, you know, so I don't trust people. Okay. I know. But because if you actually locked people down fully, you then think it would die out. It would die out because. Like whoever has it, it would just die with the right. It would die with them. I th- no, 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 oh, no. They don't necessarily. But the virus will exactly. Right? It would. Because what, what happens to the virus? Does it live forever? Like what the fuck happens? No, it, it can't. No, it dies in your system. It gets killed. Your your immune system kills right. it. Right there, you go. So, <laughs> if, so you you would think like it, it's like if we uh, legit if we were all locked down completely like couldn't leave our house exactly. couldn't do anything then it would the virus would have been gone yeah like if we like literally locked down completely yeah but it would yeah, not, that that's would the whole happen. point of the quarantine exactly yeah. but it's you know human they error is involved to, yeah you have to buy food like you can't just fully quarantine yeah. but if if we did it would die yeah 
right? In theory. And in theory. Yeah. Yes. But I think it like, because they said it like, for example, they were like, oh, it lives on surfaces for like two days or like, I don't know. Yes. I can't remember how long, but you, you would think, okay, yeah. if you had it, you locked down, you fought it off, you, you were fine. All of your surfaces are wiped down. After that, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. Right? Yeah. So. But you know, we didn't want to lock down. The problem is if we had also been, if every single country had been relatively strict, I think mm-hmm. with lockdowns, um, for like, you know, a s- certain period of time, mm-hmm. again, not ideal, obviously, but I think if they were, it, the severity wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah. Right. But it's because nobody wanted to be locked down. Nobody wanted to wear masks. Everyone was like, oh my God, this is, you know. You had an infringement of my rights. <gasps> Just the other day, there was another, um, <laughs> I was like comfortably laying in bed <laughs> after it was actually, was it after the nutcracker? I can't remember. Um, and I was just like laying there and I could hear something outside my window and I was like, oh, what the no. hell? Cause they always go down this street, like right oh. here on 12th Ave. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And then I could hear them saying like, give us our freedom. Give us our rights. Oh my God. Something like this. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't get it. But anyway. But anyway, we won't go, we won't go, we won't go that, to that. P- yeah. That what's rubber. the next story? Well, there's a few to choose from. Sorry. Are there? We can do a quick fire. Talk about one story. Oh, Elon Musk, my favorite person. Like you see, it. this is the thing, guys. I think at some Why point. Why do people love him so much? Oh, I know. I don't. I don't know too much about Elon Musk, guys. So I don't. He's actually like know. one of those like guys that like basic dudes like love. You because know? they're like, oh, I want. Because they don't look beyond the surface. And they just see that he's super wealthy. I think so. And like successful. He's like the Joe Rogan of like cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, you know what? I think I need to get. Uh, at some point onto Twitter because I feel like a lot of oh he funny needs, someone stuff. needs to put his phone like away I know but it's so good sometimes it's so good so uh-huh. I guess um a senator from the U S she commented yeah Elizabeth Warren she did a tweet and she said let's change because obviously with the U S I think that I think um Joe Biden was proposing some billionaires tax? billionaires tax an increased tax on you know the wealthy because like the way that the tax system works is is your tax have more heavily on like income actually earned versus like assets that you have. Right. Wherein the wealthy people, they have a lot of assets. Sure. So they're paying a lot less percentage of tax. Yeah. Income, right? I mean, Elon Musk supposedly paid like pretty much no tax compared to how much he makes. Yeah. So anyway, he's kind of clap clapping back this year. Um, so, so Elizabeth Warren was like, let's change the rig tax code. So the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off of everyone else. <laughs> and then oh she my God, like, he was the person of the year. Yeah. Oh my God. What kind of world are we living in? Uh huh. Continue. So <laughs> he's the richest person on earth. Yeah. So he clapped back and he said, For those wondering, I will pay over 11 billion in taxes this year. This is bullshit. Do we believe it? Well, I, apparently he had a lot of like, I guess, stock options and things that uh-huh. were going to expire. So he needed to like cash in quite a lot of them. Okay. So I think he's been f- not forced to, but like he's right. going to have to pay. Because also he was exposed as how little he paid last year. Yeah. So he's probably feeling the, you know. Pressure. Because I mean, if you actually look at how much, I can't remember, but it was like a very minuscule amount compared mm-hmm. to how much he made, right? Yeah. So 11 billion is probably not even covering what he didn't pay last year. Yeah. But anyways, okay. It's such a, it's such a complex thing because it's like a part of it is like if the because a lot of these like mega mega wealthy people uh-huh. they don't really take that high of a salary, so Ex- a lot and of that's it, strategic. I know, and be- yeah. it's because of these tax exactly. things, right? And because like when you own like assets like shares and stocks sure. and all of this other stuff, for example, like yeah, you get taxed if they pay you dividends and that kind of stuff, but like. If they increase in value yeah. and everything else, you don't necessarily have to pay tax Which on it. Which is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Because is that called capital gains tax? Yes. But that's only if you sell so, them. Oh, okay. So like, for example, if you own shares of a uh-huh, company, uh-huh. you only get taxed. So let's say you, you bought the shares. Sure. Okay. You're holding shares of Tesla. Sure. The only time that you're going to get taxed on those. Oh, is if I sell it and make that profit. Yes. And it's not even as high as an income tax. Yes. Right? It's lower. Which is kind of bullshit, right? Because we always talk about like, okay, like if you work hard, you should make more money, blah, blah, mm. blah. This is literally disincentivizing working hard because, mm. you know, when you get paid, when you invest, like when you invest in something, mm-hmm. you're not doing any work. You're just putting money wherever it is. I know. So that should be taxed higher mm-hmm. than like, you know, like manual labor. labor and actual work. I think, you know, honestly, dividends, and I, I'm not going to like complain because I do get dividends as well. I mean, of but course, like, yeah, but it's but messed up. It, it is messed up because like, you know what? The thing is, I don't have a huge, I'm obviously, I'm not Elon You're Musk. You're not Elon I Musk. I don't have like billions in, in, <laughs> in investments. But if I did, like the amount that I would get in dividends alone mm-hmm. every year would be astronomical. Yeah. And it's like, 
do I? And, and, and the thing with dividends is just so like that whole concept, you work hard, you, mm-hmm. you, you earn every dollar, you know, these yeah. people earned everything. It's like dividends are such a perfect example of how that's flawed in a sense that like I earn dividends on stocks that I hold. Am I doing any work other than <laughs> buying those nothing. stocks? Yeah. No. And then this is the interesting thing, which I, I watched a video earlier. I need to learn more about how it works, but apparently what a lot of these like really mega wealthy people do is it's called, um, there's like a, uh, uh, there was like a three step process. I can't remember all the different steps, but basically because when they own a lot of shares of companies, uh-huh. as soon as they sell them, they get taxed, right? Right. Like on capital gains. So what they do is they hold them for a very long time and they try uh-huh. not to sell them if they can. But on the flip side, because they take such a low salary, yeah. they still need to get some money. Uh-huh. So one way that apparently a lot of these people are doing this, according to this like video that I was watching, is they'll, which kind of makes sense, is they'll actually borrow from a bank or whatever, borrow money um, using their, their assets as collateral. Okay. And then they get um, benefits of like they write off interest and stuff like that. Oh my God. So there's like a preferential tax treatment for that. And then they don't have to like, you know, pay oh as much God. tax. I don't, I just don't get it. Like mm-hmm. these are just numbers on a screen people like to Elon Musk. I don't understand. Cause like he always, the thing is he'll say this, like mm-hmm. I will pay over $11 billion in taxes, but he constantly complains about billionaires paying too much tax. Yeah. So I don't know why he's like, you know, saying this stupid thing because mm-hmm. he's been the one that's constantly complaining like oh billionaires shouldn't pay that much tax yeah um but i'm just like these are just numbers on a screen like yeah. you're not like you're not going to materially see any of this yeah the thing like, is too it's crazy to me i remember there's a, there's a video actually of warren buffett that was quite famous yeah where he said that he was going to pay the similar tax rate as or, his like assistant or, or less than his, his assistant if you took it in terms yeah, of yeah, salary yeah, yeah. And like, that wasn't him. I, I don't think bragging about that, but it, that was him it, saying like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like he's going to do it, but it's fucked up. <laughs> and it's like, this is the thing. I'm not saying that like, okay, you know, billionaires need to pay more tax, yeah. but percentage pay the sh- fair share. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, how is it fair that somebody that works their Monday to Friday job that maybe earns like, I don't know, 40,000, 50,000 yeah. a year is paying more in taxes as a percentage of their income than somebody earning billions. I know. It's so fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. It just it the whole the whole tax system is is very strange. And it's God, Elon Musk is just He's a little insufferable. Well, you know what else he said? I remember. What and else don't did quote he me say? on this. But I'm pretty sure it was on Twitter as well. He said something like <laughs> he was like, if because remember there was that quote that was like thirty billion dollars will help solve world hunger or something? Or Oh yeah, and then what did he say? He's like, I will pay thirty billion dollars if the world health organization or whoever made that comment, he's like, if they'll show me the plan and show this, show me how this will cure. Is that what he said? Yeah. Something like Mm, this. Yeah. Right. You'll pay 30 million dollars, 30 billion dollars. Exactly. I was like, "Mm." I mean, you could do a lot of changes. I do understand his point to a certain degree. Like, of course, Mm. you know, you can't just say like, Oh, just throw money at it. Right. Yeah. And it's obviously a very complicated issue. Like world hunger isn't just like, Oh, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's obviously a more complicated issue, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you should be you're not for the the kind of governmental regulations that would result in less people being hungry in mm-hmm. your own country for example like yeah. in in this in the states because <clears throat> if you pay you know if, if you are for government regulations where that would like distribute wealth more equally mm. then you would be happy with paying more taxes exactly i just i i really I and I it. guess maybe I'm, it's easier for me to say this because I'm on one side of the fence. I'm not in the billionaire's row. Um, <laughs> but I do think that there's like almost something wrong. Well, there is something wrong with society that we've created when we've created people that can be that wealthy. Yes. And on the flip side, people that have like literally nothing and are on the street. And like, we like we like idolize these people. That's mm-hmm. another like kind of disgusting thing. It's, it's like because money is power. That's the that's, main that's thing. That's so messed up. The more money you have, the more power. And oh. also they did it. And I think I brought, I brought this up. What, what movie was it? It was like a documentary thing. I think I brought this up on this podcast before uh-huh, uh-huh. the concept of the, they um, played, they did like a test sample where they, a bunch of people played monopoly. Oh and yes. There'd yes, be yes. a rich person and a poor person. Now in the beginning, the, the rich person or the person that had all the advantages was like really like kind and whatever else mm-hmm. towards the end. They were like, some of them got a little bit like kind of in their own head. Arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, they asked all the people and obviously every single time the person with money won. So as in, in the very beginning of the game already, one person had like double the amount of money or something. Yeah, And they got extra money every time they went around. Yeah, So, so it, it was, was like obviously a rigged game. Highly rigged. Mm-hmm. Like there's the other person, there was no way that they could, <clears throat> they could win. Yeah. And um, it was quite funny because afterwards they interviewed all of these people and said, why do you think that you won the yeah. game? And not 
a single one of them said it's because I had this unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. All of them were like, well, because I strategized. Yeah, and I, I did worked X, hard. Like, yeah. I knew what I was doing. So I thought it's just such a, it's, I know. it's so interesting. I know. What's next? Oh, shit. Mr. Mr. Big? Yeah. Wait, what happened? So. Okay. So it's set. Oh, I'm in, sh- I'm in shock. God dang. Chris Noth fired from CBS show The Equalizer after sexual assault allegations. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Guys, is- Chris Noth is Mr. Big on Sex and the City. Yeah. And I'm shook. Okay. Tell me more. Okay. What happened is a couple, uh, there was like two or three women that came forward Mm -hmm. um, and multiple, there has been multiple accusations of sexual assault um, in a joint statement to E! News. Chris Noth will no longer be felt, no longer film additional episodes of The Equalizer. Have you even seen The Equalizer? I haven't. No, I don't know what that is. It's like Queen Latifah, I think Queen Latifah's show or whatever. Um, Oh, sorry. It was two women. Not three. I thought it was three. The two women who accused... Oh, so two women. Okay. Accused the Sex and the City star of sexual assault. And then he's he's already he's already responded to the Okay, he's responded. So let's yeah. read this. And he's like, the accusations against me, against me made by individuals I met years, even decades ago, are categorically false. Oh. These stories could have been from 30 years ago or 30 days ago. No always means no. That is a line I did not cross. The encounters were consensual. It's difficult not to question the timing of these stories coming out. I don't know for certain why they are surfacing now. But I do know this. I did not assault those women. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder what the, the allegations were. Yeah, I think. <gasps> what do we think? I don't know. It's I don't hard know. to know. Again, I think. <gasps> I mean, he's saying it's false. Yeah, categorically. And apparently he's like, um, I was reading somewhere that he's like very much cooperating with police and like, oh, he's shit. like being very helpful. So why, why is he saying that like he, it's hard not to question the timing of these stories. Like what happened? Like maybe because the is equalizer is getting big or something. Right. Or maybe he's just like, I don't know. I have no okay, idea. Let me Google this a little <clears throat> bit. I need to know. And maybe he meant that too, because I think that they were from quite a while ago, these stories. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like, look at, look at all the like people that right. we've seen lately where people have come up 20 years later True. and been like, this person assaulted me and like, they need to, you know, pay the consequence. Right. Okay. I need to know. Mm-hmm. Zoe Lister Jones accuses Chris Noth of misconduct on law and order set. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is one of the women. It says Chris Noth is she, she called him a sexual predator in the wake of the new report that cited two women who accused. Oh, so this is like, <clears throat> Another Somebody person. else. Oh. But then I guess so I guess two women accused. Mm-hmm. And then um oh the Hollywood reporter published a women's allegations. Let me see this. Oh my lord. Um triggered by the reason. I have not heard about that. I maybe I've just I don't you're, know. You're, I've been busy you'd be today. a sex and city fan girl. I know. Although I haven't started watching the new series. Yeah. Because I don't know. Things. Oh I heard it's bad. But <laughs> anyway, um it says triggered by the recent Sex and the City reboot, the women allege two incidents of misconduct they say took place more than a decade apart mm-hmm. it was a revival that blah, 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 blah. oh maybe that's why oh, Zoe is one of the people i think yeah. Zoe now 40 and lily now 31 both alleged they were sexually assaulted by actor chris noth the two women who approached the hollywood reporter separately months apart and do not know each other set promotions and press reports of hb HBO Max's Sex and the City sequel series um, in which Noth reprises his role as Mr. Big stirred painful memories of incidents they say occurred in Los Angeles in t- 2004 and in New York in 2015. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if I can find details. Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, it says, okay, so Zoe. Moved to Los Angeles to work in an entry-level job for a mm. high-profile firm where Noth and other celebrities regularly had business. He would walk by my desk and flirt with me. He somehow got my number from the directory and was leaving messages on my work phone. My boss was like, Mr. Big's leaving messages, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then uh, that was peak sex, sex in the City, so he was obviously very famous, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm trying to get to the... Uh, the visiting uh, Zoe says Noth asked her all sorts of questions about my major and what I studied um, Zoe and her friend he s- said he had to go to his apartment to take a call but he left the book I, this is way too long I know it's too much I know mm, let's see 
When she went to his apartment to return the book, Zoe says he kissed her as he as she stepped through the door. She tentatively kissed back, but then said, thank you. I'm going back to my friend. The kiss itself did not alarm her. She thought a kiss from Mr. Big would be a fun story to tell her friends. But she says he then pulled her toward him, moved her toward the bed, pulled off her shorts and bikini bottom and began to rape her from behind. <gasps> what? Oh my god, this is like disturbing. Yeah, I don't think we should be. Maybe, oh god. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's disturbing. Yeah. I mean, anyway, that's yeah. fucking that. That's bad. Yeah. I think one of them. It's hard. That, yeah. What, I think what one of them. Mm-hmm. I think one of them. If I re- remember reading further in this or another one of the stories, they actually did go to the police at the time, but they just didn't say who it was. My God. Yeah. Or they or they went to the hospital or something. I'm not sure. Like it's. It sounds pretty intense. It sounds intense. Mm-hmm. That's really bad. God, the, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, we don't we don't know the truth, but like, I don't know. The one thing that does seem a bit weird is how these two women, uh, not weird, but these two women approached separately, separately not knowing each other That's and a months apart, suspicious. right? Like, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, okay. It like, kind of makes it seem more plausible. Mm-hmm. Again, not saying... But I guess we don't know, like, if it's... if We don't know the details, right? Yeah. Like... That's oh. crazy. So, yeah, that's that story. Um, oh, my God. Let's see. Wait. Sarah Jessica Parker is responding to allegations. Mm. She released a joint statement with co-stars Kristen Davis and Cynthia Nixon. So, we are deeply saddened to hear allegations against Chris Snoth. A message shared to all three of the Sex and the City... So it's like a very PR message. We support the women who have come forward and share their painful experiences. We know, uh, we know it much be it must be a difficult thing to do, mm. and we commend them for it. Okay, I mean, my God. Yeah, it's pretty scandalous, guys. This is fucking scandalous. I don't know what to say. You know, I don't know what to say either. It's crazy. Oh God. Oh God! Anyway, um, yeah. So that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's all alleged. We don't know the we don't truth. Know for sure, yeah. Um, but you know, Hollywood's a fucking nasty ass place. It seems. God. Anyway, what's next? Any brighter news? That's really sad. It's sad in many ways. Did you hear about? Oh, this? Britney Spears. She called out like Diane Sawyer. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. I heard about it though. Okay. Yeah. So. Basically, I guess, and, and this is a pretty famous it's, interview. Yeah, so she had an interview, I guess, back in two thousand three, mm-hmm. when Britney was kind of like at the height of her like you know fame slash like notoriety. Yeah, and she did an interview with Diane Sawyer, who's like a is she a journalist, I guess. She's she's quite a potentially she's, controversial figure. Yeah. Um, and she was quite harsh with Britney, and I think Britney started crying at some point. She Very did. famous interview. Yeah, because especially she, I think, if I recall, because I haven't seen the interview in years. Yeah. But if I recall, I remember, Um, I think, and don't quote me at this, guys, you can probably watch it on YouTube or whatever, the actual interview. I think it was when she started questioning her about Justin, and it was like yes. fresh from the breakup, and she started crying, and she's like, actually, can we just take a minute? Yeah. And like, pause the interview. Yeah. And she was quite like, you know... She was like 22. I mean, Diane was quite harsh. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Britney's come forward now. What and did she say? Well, she, she I, I think she posted a story on Instagram or something yeah. and then took it down later or something I like heard this. about that, yeah. I'll read you the quotes. Oh, shit. Oh, no. This is just talking about the interview. During the interview, Sawyer mentioned, uh, mentioned Britney's shopping because she's like, is it an addiction? Mm-hmm. Like was like poking at her. She's like, no, I don't think it's an addiction. Um, she said, it makes me happy. It's no, it's not an addiction. Years have passed and it appears that Brittany still hasn't forgotten this. Oh, this is, this is her um, quote. Yeah. Do we dare forget the Diane interview, Diane Sawyer interview in my apartment almost 20 years ago? What was with you? Uh, what was with the you're in the wrong approach? Jeez. And making me cry. Seriously, <laughs> though. <gasps> oh, shit. The star continued. She asked me if I had a shopping problem. When did I have a shop? When did I have a problem with shopping? When I never left my apartment. In addition, Brittany claimed that she never spoke to anyone following her split from from Justin Timberlake, but her manager made her talk to Diane about it on live television. Oh my god, people are so evil. Yeah. So I think I mean some people are saying you know people are on the fence about this. Okay. Because some people are like, well, 
they're journalists, right? They're not like you're supposed to be your friends. Sure. But then at the same time, I'm like, this is somebody that was like a young, impressionable person. And also, why does it matter if she has a shopping addiction? This That's her personal life. Exactly. That's not like, why do you need to like be, that's not real journalism. Like, why do you care about someone's personal life? And they're, exactly. you know, I get that like you're interviewing a star, but like, why don't we talk about her? Like, I don't know. Her job? successes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Like, it's like if someone's like questioning, like if you're at an interview and, and you know, any kind of like interview, uh-huh. even like a job interview, or whatever else, like typically they're asking you questions about your career mm-hmm. and what you're doing, what are your aspirations. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I, but I do feel like this was a very weird time of journalism. It was because it's m- all being called out now. Oh yeah, so much of it. Like I remember, I think Lindsay Lohan called someone yeah. out. Like um, who did she call out? Uh, what's that guy's name? There was a guy that was like like, like the late night talk show yeah, host. Yeah, one of them. It was like there was all these videos like surfaced of like back at that time when like we all like watched it and thought it was normal. That's yeah, what's yeah, crazy, yeah. right? It was normalized. Yeah, because like we thought like oh yeah, these girls are like you know scandalous or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like um yeah we like it was very normal to like look at celebrities and like you know that was like the paparazzi age you know yeah the like real I'm not saying paparazzi doesn't exist now but like at that time it was like insane there was a period of time uh-huh. and I, again I, I mean maybe partially because i don't follow that anymore yeah. like i used to like religiously back in the day i think it's definitely like it was worse at that time I yeah think. well because like it was literally i remember it just being this crazy I era know. of like you'd hear about car accidents and paparazzi's following people like crazy yeah. and like all of this shit and especially for like people like britney when at the height of mm-hmm. like the craziness and I remember watching this interview of Britney Spears actually, and she was saying to the reporter, the reporter's like, well, um, you know, and, and like how, like how do you deal with the paparazzi? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, honestly, like for other celebrities, it's not as bad. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, other celebrities can go and maybe they go sh- grocery shopping and maybe they have three paparazzi, four yeah. paparazzi following them. She's like, I leave my house. I have 50 people on oh me. Oh my God. That's crazy. Like, could you imagine like yeah. the overwhelming? I remember, and I think I mentioned this too in this podcast, but um, years ago I had a Christmas party and it was like celebrity themed. <laughs> so they set up, we actually booked out this nightclub. It was really cool. Actually. Uh-huh. Did you feel like a celebrity? God damn. No, <laughs> but they, they, they had like a red carpet and then they had like maybe 40 people, not 40, maybe uh-huh. like 10 or 15 people with like cameras. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, taking pictures. So like as soon as you got on there all with flashes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as soon as you got onto the like runway, you would like do some poses and stuff. And let me tell you having that <laughs> many cameras flash. Yeah. It's so disorientating. Right. I was like, I could barely, I was like, oh my God, this is actually like, and imagine that's just your everyday walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even just like red carpet. Yeah. Like you're like going to the grocery store. And people are flashing, like uh-huh. taking pictures with flash oh and my stuff. God. Like it was brutal. But, but yeah, so some people are on the fence saying, you know, like I get it. Like she, she did push her a bit too hard. But again, like these are journalists. They're not your friends. They're yeah, but like, they're asking about stupid shit. That's not important. I know. Like, fuck you. Like why, like, yeah. why I do you wish focus she was, on like, this shit? That's the thing. Like it's because she was so young and like she didn't want to be rude that she, you know, she was crying and she didn't want to say anything mm. more. But like imagine if like, I don't know, at my age, if somebody was saying stuff like that, I'd be like why are you asking me that? Like, what yeah. the fuck? That's so fucking stupid. Well, that's why I, I do actually love, sometimes I'll go down the rabbit hole of YouTube guys and I love celebrities like clawbacks. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I remember there's a famous one. I think we've talked about it before with the Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah. Where, where, where she's like asking the co-star like, Oh, like what kind of like, um, training did you have to do? To no, get- no, no, no. She asked the co-star, this is what happened. They're doing like a press conference yeah, yeah, for yeah. like, um, one of those, is it Marvel? Yeah. It was like, like Marvel. The, that movie that she's in where she's like the, the, what is she? Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. Anyways, so she's with her co-star and then they asked the co-star like some kind of like, like meaningful question. Like it was very, like the co-star was a man and they're like, oh yeah. So like, you know, what did you have to mentally do to prepare for, you know, something very serious and like, you know, and then they go to Scarlett and says, so did you have to go on a diet to fit into that suit? (laughs) (laughs) And then Scarlett's like. Um, why does he get the like meaningful deep question mm. and I get the question about rabbit food? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Didn't they also ask her a one on a different interview if she wore underwear under her? Oh, under something her like that. Like, Man, she's very good at the clawbacks. Yeah. And I think that's, Love it. that's really fair. Like a fair yeah. clawback. Cause like, you know what? That's so ridiculous. That double standard of being like, I know, but it exists everywhere. Like I, I know, know quite often if there's like a really powerful, like female CEO mm-hmm. or something quite often the the question won't be like so much driven around her success it's more around oh what sacrifices did you have to yep. make for your family mm-hmm. whereas the flip side of it's for men it's just They'll never, never exactly. it, it's never asked mm-hmm. it's not like oh did, was it hard for you to give up time with your kids yeah and it's like 
why are you at, why are you asking me this and none of the other like mm-hmm. CEOs get or execs get this this exactly. kind of question. There's also an interview that I saw recently actually, mm-hmm. um, where Brittany she actually called, like it was another one of those press conferences mm-hmm. and it it must have been for like what she did that one movie Crossroads or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, they were asking like, did your boyfriend get jealous because you kissed? the male like coworker mm. or something stupid. Yeah. And then she's like, no, it's a movie. It's pretend you're an adult. You should know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Cause I'm like, again, you would never like, that's such a stupid question. Like, do mm. you ever ask that to like literally any other person, Mm-mm. you know, any other man, like especially man, like you would never ask that to a man. Does your girlfriend get jealous because you're kissing another yeah, woman? Like what the fuck? I know it's so anyway. weird. Anyways, I, I, I feel like it was a very this era though. It was weird. It was a very strange. If you could look back yeah. on any interviews and stuff, there were so and, many yeah. scandalous ones and where you're like, like, even like the magazines. It was yeah. like the era when like magazines were still like a very huge, popular, and it would always have those things where it's like celebrity bodies, like best and worst. Yes, and it would always be like the most unflattering, like oh, that they take, like when they're like doing whatever, like yeah. in their own private lives, right? Yeah. Like they're just like walking around, maybe going shopping. Like none of us look good going to the fucking grocery store or like going like, you know, maybe it's a bad angle at the beach. Yeah. Oh, best and worst. This woman's body, like Mm. her boobs are sagging and like all kinds of shit. I'm like, imagine like that right now. You Crazy. know, there was a there was actually a, quite a scandalous uh, newspaper article quite recently. Oh, and it had. Um, <laughs> what did it have? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who the two, there was two really famous, um, I should, I should know their names, but they're two British politicians. Okay. So one was the, um, oh my God, I'm going to look it up because I'm just embarrassed right now because I don't remember their names. <laughs> I wouldn't know. know. Are they famous politicians? Yeah. Is it the, the, the British prime minister, yeah, well, Boris Johnson? Okay, tell me. So now, guys, I'm, I'm not going to have that embarrassing moment. So I just Googled <laughs> it because I totally forgot. Like, you know, I haven't been in the UK for a while. So I wouldn't know. There so. was There's a famous picture. Um, I'm not sure which publication. It caught, like, literally, people in my office were, like, outraged. So it had Nicola Sturgeon, who is the Scottish uh, Prime Minister. Nicola Sturgeon. Yeah. Okay. And also Theresa May, who was the British Prime Minister at the time. Uh-huh. Who I actually feel really bad for her. I don't really know much. Yeah. I just remember seeing there was like a video where she like stepped down because she had like this, she had to like navigate Brexit because basically um, the prime minister before, I think it was, oh God, who was it? Anyway, he like did the vote and he was like, if Brexit is like goes through, I'm going to step down. Yes. He was a dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then so he stepped down. She kind of took his place Uh and was left with like a burning basically shit. Right. To try to negotiate Brexit. Right. Um, and she was put under a lot of pressure. Right. So anyway, Nicola Sturgeon and Theresa May, there was a picture of them um, on the cover of this like magazine. And they both happened to be having like skirts. Okay. And they both had their legs crossed. Oh God. Uh-huh. And the title of the article was Never Mind Brexit, Who Won Lexit? But like legs, like, I don't know, like a... Basically being like, who has the nicest legs? Are you fucking kidding me? No. <gasps> this well, came out recently. This was like 2017, Yeah, because it, it's after Brexit. 18. Yeah. No, it was like during. Like, yeah, during the it time was after of the vote. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just like, that I remember. must have caused a stir. Oh, people in my office were like going <laughs> crazy. Oh, because you were in London at the time. Yeah. Oh my and so many people are like, "This is," and I were. British press are known to be fucking disgusting, oh, like though, so aren't bad. They? Yeah. Um, and it was funny because like my boss at the time, she was a woman as well, and she was just like, oh, "This is." Fucking I can't outrageous. even believe. Yeah. What what publication? I can't remember. Google it. Was, it. it was probably. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. Let's name and shame. Lake sit. Oh, I see. Never mind Brexit. Who won Lake sit? What the? F- oh, oh Daily Mail. Of course, of it was course. the Daily Mail. <laughs> Oh my god. That is literally the most sexist thing I've heard in a long time. Oh my god. That is so sexist. I can't get over it. Is that it. not so bad? <gasps> that is so bad. These are pro- like these are like politicians. Yeah. I mean, it's so sexist. I can't even believe it. I, I'm surprised the Daily Mail. Well, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's Daily, it's Daily Mail. Mail. They yeah. are very trashy. But like, um, wow, I can't believe it was so bad. I can't. But even yeah, believe. this was like a scandal back in the that day. That is a fucking scandal and a half. Yeah, but they are, probably know this too. Do you think they did it on purpose? No. Like, you know what they say? 
no, no publicity, publicity is, bad, is pub- bad publicity. And they're known to be a bit, you know, like, I feel like they're kind of shameless. Daily Mail. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they should know that this is going to cause a stir. They're not that stupid. Like having, but why should it cause a stir? They're just wearing skirts. As in putting that title. Oh, oh I thought you meant that they knew. And no, I was like, not no. the politicians. Oh, yeah, of course Daily Mail The knew. Daily Mail Of course, knew. They, of yeah. course they did. They want to sell oh, papers. Of the politicians, no. They, yeah. They're just wearing, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, definitely. Th- th- I mean, this is strategic, right? Like, if you think about it, they need to like, have a... Never mind Brexit. Who won legs, legs it? What the... F- that doesn't even, like... I know. That makes me so mad. I know. Oh it's crazy. God. Guys, oh you should God. Google it. It's a fantastic... Well, it's not a fantastic, oh. but it's an image that literally caused an uproar. Mm-hmm. People were furious. And Daily Mail is still, still going strong. Yeah, still a publication. And uh, it's just, you know, it sells papers, right? I know. Like, that's disgusting. Or like digital... But you know, Brit- again, British press, never been too classy. Mm, this is very true. Uh-huh. But I, I, I feel like a lot of press in general. But British press is like especially known to be ruth, like yeah, incredible, ruthless. like especially during like Diana times, you know, Princess True. Diana, and um, they are just they do not give a shit. No shame. Mm-hmm. They have no shame. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a weird. Yeah. And yeah, like of course it's not only like England, but mm-hmm. they are known to be especially worse. Yeah. Than a lot of pl- a lot of other things, oh, but God, um, anyways. Anyways, that guys. brings us to the end. I cannot believe Chris Noth. I'm very I upset. I can't believe you heard that story. It was like pretty big. When did it come out? It was trending. I think like yesterday or. Oh, I've just been busy, like you know, Christmas yeah. things, working, and. I pulled it up because I know how big of a Sex in the City fan. I know. You I'm are. really sad about it. Like, like yeah. whether or not it's true, it's a sad situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's but been like, f- why would it not be true? Well, you never know, right? That's like, true. This is the thing. There like, are false allegations, mm-hmm. but like. Do they happen that often? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is one thing that I think is really hard. And I think it's both hard in the terms of, and again, guys, I'm not picking sides at all or saying yeah. who, who. It could be one or the other for exactly. sure. We but, can't, you know, yeah. innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. But at the same time, it's like, it, it would be difficult. Like if I was a victim of, of sexual assault yeah. and then later I wanted to press charges because maybe, because I know at the time it can be quite traumatic and yes. you might not want to live through it again. And you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you, um, you might take your time before you actually press charges. But then if you think about it, it's like, it's hard because then if I was to go press charges against somebody, it's like my word against theirs. You know I know, I mean? right? There isn't really if much there's proof. No, exactly. If there's no physical evidence or anything like that. Yeah. If, you didn't, if you didn't go to the hospital after. Yeah. or Because you have you know, to go like right after, right? Yeah. Which is like really traumatic. Exactly. And at that moment, you're probably just like, don't want to do anything. Exactly. Oh my God. I so, just, I can't believe it. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be tough and it's, you I know. I want to say, I hope it's not true, but then I also don't want to say that because that, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, God, guys. Oh, God. The, this world. God, why can't we have nice things? I know. This world is a messed up place. We cannot have nice things, guys. We've decided that. Um, and on that positive note, <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Um, if you're not already, don't, if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe. Give us a thumbs up on the video. Show us some love in the comment section. Let us know your thoughts on platonic life partners. Yes, we and everything. Both, yeah, on everything, but also on platonic life yes, partners. Yes, it's a very interesting topic. Yes. Um, look up some of the stuff that we're talking about because it's quite interesting, like the Brexit, who one likes it. Oh, my God. Take a look at this uh, scandalous image oh. and how misogynistic is that the right word yeah yeah misogynistic it is um if you are listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform don't forget to hit follow that way you get updated every single week as soon as we publish the new episode and if you're not already guys check out our patreon patreon.com slash the savage podcast you get episodes a week early ad free extra content for as little as three dollars a month yeah yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next week Bye. bye